Welcome to Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials, a show where we delve week by week into each chapter of the Harry Potter series. Um, Ari, hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I, I okay. swear to God, you have had more scenic changes during book five than Oh, I know. Ever. We've gone all over the world, honey. <laughs> honey. We're actually back in Ventura County right now. I'm at my friend's house, so. Um, yeah. how was, how, when do you, did, have you gone to the, the wedding happened? The wedding no, the wedding happened. is this weekend. So we oh, came okay, like, okay. yeah, we actually came for two weeks and we realized we we're like, we probably could have come for like 10 days, but we just wanted to see, you know, that for two weeks we were like, we've never actually gone for a whole two weeks. So we were seeing, um, but it's kind of funny when you come back to a place that you lived because like, you've done a lot of stuff there. So we were like, well, yeah. what are things that we like, haven't done? <laughs> I mean, so we went eaten, to like the Getty. That was what we did. Food. Yeah, we've eaten food. Yeah, we went to like our favorite Mexican place that was in Simi, where the <sighs> one that catered the evening mm-hmm. before the dr- mm-hmm. the dress rehearsal. They the dress that. rehearsal yeah. tech for the wedding. Is that what? What is it really called? Rehearsal it's dinner. Rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> rehearsal dinner. We had You're the so food. Cute. I didn't know. I was like, is that right? Um, I got one word correct. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we went there. We're gonna go to this place called Sunny Blue in Venice that I really like at some point. You've eaten like fresh else. produce. I got Chipotle. That's yeah. always what we get first thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, fresh produce, fresh avocado. The avocados oh. in the UK are not the best. No, I can't imagine. Yeah. But yeah. How are you? Ari, I'm so good. I uh, am famously back from seeing TXT yes? in concert. So... You know, the I need to look at the like album. I haven't. Life. I've looked at the pictures. I haven't watched the videos yet, but I'm very excited. And Adele has uh, her friend's daughter is seeing TXT, or maybe already saw them here in LA. And I was like, I could have seen them while yeah, I was they, here. They performed last night. Yeah, I think they have another concert tonight. I think. <gasps> I um, if there's any last minute tickets. Also, we read chapter 17 called Educational Decree Number 24. Ari, what happens in this chapter? It is number 24. It is number 24. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, In this chapter, a new decree is made. Decreed. A new decree is decreed. (laughs) The decrees are decreeing. A new decree is decreed. Hedwig returns. Yes. And the trio has a visit from Sirius. Are those like the significant points? Yeah, I, I think those right. three are like the most important things. Yeah. Um. So the chapter starts off by Harry feeling happier than he had all year. He's just really in a good mm-hmm. mood. He's having mm-hmm. his high. Um. And it's really nice outside. So they're doing their homework. Um. Like on the grounds of Hogwarts, which I was like, oh, that's cute. Um. And Harry just feels great because he's a part of the rebellion, and he's like a key part of this little rebellious group and he feels great about what Cho said about him. So he's just riding that high. He's just like really, really excited about all of this. Um, so even though he has his least favorite classes on Monday, which I was like, do you know how terrible that would be? I mean, you get them out of the way, so that's kind of a plus, but like (sighs) you, the Sunday before a Monday of your least favorite classes would be a nightmare. Like you would be so depressed. It would (laughs) would be terrible. 
Awful. So the fact that he's feeling great is really good. Um, mm-hmm. So as soon as they walk down into the dormitory, they or I'm sorry, out of the dormitory into the common room, they see on the notice board that by order of the High Inquisitor, all student organizations and clubs are hereby disbanded. It's like clubs, uh, teams, societies, teams, groups, groups anything, GSA, anything that is gone. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, GSA, no GSA. She definitely would not let GSA. No, sure wouldn't. Um, uh, Basically, like three or more persons cannot meet unless Umbridge gives them permission. So this is it. This is the decree number. What is that? 24? 24. Decree number 24. By order of the High Inquisitor, this is it. This is this 20, is the one, girlies. Because 23 is the educational decree What's, that creates the High Inquisitor. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, in 22 was the one that said the ministry can employ the, the high, uh, a the, person no, at Hogwarts. Oh yeah. A person at Hogwarts. Yeah. Um, so after this, Harry like doesn't feel quite as happy anymore. And in fact, he feels very enraged. Um, and Harry's like, well, she has to know. She definitely knows. Like, I don't know how she found out, but she did. Yeah. Um, and so then they're like, we need to tell Hermione. And then Ron runs up the stairs towards the girls' dormitory, but then the stairs turn into a slide. Adam, are you really upset by this? This didn't really bother me that much. How do trans people go to their dormitory? Oh, well, that... I, I mean... mean but that... Gro- it, I'm not <laughs> upset by it. I think it's like a fun... Okay, objectively I can be like it's a fun little like fun thing that like one of Hogwarts's kooky little things that it does like fine yeah. the stairs move in the castle there's trick stairs stuff like that like it's it's one of the like fun whatever yeah the problem is is like again just like when she was like Lupin is an AIDS allegory when you start to peel the layers of the onion you're like oh no Ari hates onions and (laughs) that's what we do and also yeah it's just um it's a gross I I agree that men are pigs uh, I'll be the first (laughs) one to say it yeah yeah yeah. so I I was gonna say I I think because it's boys like I'm like a trans person is not a young boy. To, a young trans student is not a young boy to me. And I'm like, it's like the same, it's the same thing of the argument of the bathrooms, isn't it? That it's like, oh, you're not afraid of trans people. You're afraid of men. That's yeah. what you're afraid of. Yeah. Which, yeah, I agree. I think that you should be afraid of men as a woman in this world. Like, I'm like, because men are the ones that are hurting people the most. So I'm like, yes. this type of thing, like how Hermione's like, oh, the, the found, it's an old fashioned rule. Like the founders just thought that boys were less trustworthy. I was like, yeah, because that's what I was looking at it as that I was like, oh, yeah, it's like a situation of like, if the girls are going to go into the boys dormitory, then that act- that means the girls are definitely interested in whatever they're going to be doing over there. Like they're physically going into the room or like physically walking into the room where it's like the girls are never going to be put in a situation where the boys like come into their space basically because they think that boys are less trustworthy. Like they trust girls to not go into the boys rooms because like girls aren't really as interested in that. And I'm talking about going into the boys personal space, not like Mm sex, but the boys, they don't trust the boys to not like be tempted to go into the girls' room, which I just was like, I feel like that tracks. 
Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I think it's like a fun whatever, but I also just like am bummed that it's like a thing that we've not had to deal with in this world that now she's like putting into the world. And I'm like, mm, it just like, I don't know. is The girls basically that she's adding that layer that girls have to worry about their safety. That's what you mean. You don't the like girls have to worry about their that. safety, but also like that, um, like, I don't know that there is like a, well, and women don't ever do anything wrong, even though like, she has written these characters of being like, and they're always uh, mothers or they are always oh, bad yeah, people. Yeah. Like I just like there, she's just her whole, just Joe and gender is just, she is so bizarre. No, she is it's, a very gendered person. Yes. Um, but that is funny. Cause I think like that moment had a very different effect on me than it did on you. And I'm curious why that is. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think it's great to, it doesn't feel great to be a boy reading it and knowing that I would never have an intention like this and be oh, like, yeah. you would never be allowed because literally you were just born a boy. Like, I don't mm. think it's great to do that either. That's a um, good point. Yeah. Cause like you probably would, when you were around that age, you probably would have been f felt more comfortable in spaces that were like girl. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Right. And also, like, girls. there is a level of, like, this still is not doing anything. It's just, like, telling women. It feels similar. Mm. It's not just like it. But it feels similar to being, like, well, you shouldn't wear things that would attract men to you. Mm. Like, instead of actually correcting the issue of dealing with men and their urges and, like, being trying to make them better people, we're just going to be like, well, let's just make the stairs a slide. Because <laughs> men are going to try to do it anyway. So let's just not even, let's just... Instead of working on men, let's just protect women. And it's like, well, maybe both. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I know. Think that's, that's so interesting, though, because like I, I feel like maybe as a woman, I'm just like, I was like, oh, yeah, there's something in place to protect the women because like. You just can't trust men. I don't know. Like, I just was like something about that, that I was like, that didn't surprise me that I was like, oh, yeah, of course, it's a slide because it's just like. They're not going to, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think maybe to me, I wasn't surprised by that, that that was the way they're choosing to deal with it because I was like, a lot of times that is the approach that like, you just kind of have something in place to protect women rather than addressing the actual yeah. real issue. I more just think like it is ironic that I'm going to say this, but I think it is a slippery slope. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's a slippery slope. <clears throat> I wasn't like mad about it. I just was like, ugh, Joe. God, we just, she can't. She's so obsessed with yeah, gender. Yeah. She's obsessed with it. It's kind of crazy now reading this series back and just being like, she is entrenched in the yeah, idea of I mean, like that's roles. Definitely, yeah. Roles and stereotypes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that I just know that that's how these books are going to be. So maybe that the shock of it has kind of worn off on me because mm -hmm. I just know that she's like that. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the layers of that, that she didn't even mean to like to layer in that you, when you go back and read it, you're like, Oh wow. Yeah. I mean like it would, I mean like 
it would be awful for a trans girl to never be able to like, she'd have to have her own dormitory. She'd have to have her own room because she would never be able to go upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's, because obviously. No, I know. Cause it's just uh, because of like because, mm-hmm. the genitalia. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Literally that is. Yep. I just, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say here, our canon is that that girl oh. identifies as a girl. So she is welcome. And the in. stairs. No, the stairs yes, are the like, stairs, yes, no. Slay. So that's our canon. And if you're non-binary, the stair half the stairs turn into you have to jump you have to go two up two stairs at a time. You get to choose if you're non-binary. You just get to be wherever you want to be. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no, that's true. Like it's just so Yeah. Yeah, gendered. It's just gendered. The- anyway, the stairs turn into a slide. Ron slides back down the stairs. Hermione's like, oh, yeah, that's there because they didn't. It's an it's an old fashioned rule where they didn't think the boys were as trustworthy. So that's why it's like that. And mm-hmm. then Ron's like, well, you can come into our dormitory. And she's like, yeah, exactly. Because boys are less. They think boys are women less inherently never do anything wrong. <laughs> I see it's so interesting, though, talking about this, because in my mind, I was like, oh, OK, it's about like the girl's consent. That's what I was thinking. That's right. why I feel like it's interesting. But I also that think, we, like, I I understand in the grand scheme of the world that women are being have to do more consent giving than men. Yeah, but I think I maybe that's think just what I associate weird with. To be like, but men would never have to give consent. I just oh it's yeah, weird no, to they me. do. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It feels gross. It's bu- it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, I agree because with then that. I have to think about it. The problem is, is like if she never included it, then I would never be thinking about it. Yeah, but like then you putting this in this fun little now bit you're, where yeah. she's like this fun little thing that Hogwarts does to protect girls. It's like a fun little joke, and now I'm like, well, why do boys now not have protection yeah, from yeah. women? Just in case that it, like I, <sighs> yeah, no, I see what you mean, and also like I don't know. Girls can still get raped even if they go over to a guy's house. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Even if they go, even if they want to go up to the dormitory, that doesn't mean they're consenting for yeah. that. I just, um, <laughs> Joe, you didn't have to. <laughs> I'm an adult now and it's hard to not think about some of the stuff that you don't think about when you're a kid. That's all. Right, right. And also you're right of like, what message is that sending kids, like boys and girls? reading a book like this you know yeah, i mean i think it's fine to tell women that they shouldn't inherently trust men because i think for millennia yeah i think you unfortunately kind of have to i think for millennia we've conditioned women to think that men are their knights in shining armor which is deeply untrue or or it's like that thing the narrative of like men can say how terrible men are but the moment a woman says like oh men are all men are you know it could be a threat then they're like not all men not all men, but it's Most like men. you're sitting there saying like, don't trust men. Majority and you're like, of men are bad. <laughs> yeah. Also like men have to fear men more than women. Like typically yes. when a man is assaulted, it's by another man. I Who's getting like attacked in this goddamn school? It's Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> by another man. By another man. <laughs> Except maybe Umbridge. Man. Umbridge is the first woman. Yeah, that's so. true. Umbridge is. Umbridge is trash. Umbridge is trash. But even that, I mean, even that's a perfect example of like Umbridge is the uh, Umbridge and Bellatrix are the only like women that are bad compared to the a massive amount of men that are. I feel terrible. like the only way that she could have had this bit, but like it would have been, f- 
I would have been more okay with it as if it was like an adult coming up to the students' rooms, like turns into a slide. And then it's like, okay, that mm. makes sense to mm. some degree. I see, I see. Yeah. Then it's getting the same idea across, but not being like. Right. Sure, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I did not think we were going to talk about this for 10 minutes. I apologize no, I know, I know. for bringing it's, it, it just, up. Yeah. Um, you can cut whatever you want to cut. <laughs> you can leave in whatever you want to leave in. Watch. I watch the episode and it's just like the stairs turn into a slide. And then. <laughs> and women. So when Hermione's Hermione comes down with them and then she's like, they're like, someone must have told her. Someone from the group must have told Umbridge. And Hermione says that's not possible because she put a jinx on the piece of parchment so that they would know if someone so did smart. blab, like she She's was like, I put a so jinx brilliant. on it. Um, and then they're like, well, what's the jinx? And she was like, let's just say, which I didn't like this. Can you stop bringing up Millicent? <laughs> she was like, let's just say they'll make Millicent's acne look like nothing, like freckles or something like that. Like she was like, yeah, it's it'll just it'll be a really bad, really bad breakout. Yeah. Um, And so they go to the great hall after this and they're kind of like contemplating, you know, what's going on or like, excuse me. They're like, uh, Fred and George come up and they're like, so what, what are we going to do? And they're like, well, we're obviously still going to do it. And they're like, Oh, and the prefects and Hermione's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. And then this is freaking dumbasses from like Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff are like coming over to like talk to them. And Hermione's like, are you kidding me? absolutely not sit down like yeah exactly no no what are you doing like go over to your table what are you doing what's wrong with you which uh, what is wrong with you come on that is like such so a dead stupid. giveaway are you stupid they're so stupid it's just like a bunch of dumbasses coming up to them so they're like i okay, love we'll talk later i love Ginny being like let me go talk to michael jesus he's an yeah. idiot <laughs> i was like <laughs> yeah, she was like, honestly. Um, and so then shortly after this, Angelina approaches Harry and Ron, and then apparently Umbridge is including the Quidditch teams in this nonsense. So they have to ask permission to like reform the Quidditch team. So she's like, and then so Angelina's stupid. like almost in tears, and she's like, don't piss her off. Like yeah. she's like, do not piss her off, Harry. And Harry's like, I won't, I I won't. Okay, okay. And so then uh, they head to History of Magic first. That's their first class. Um, and Umbridge is not there because, once again, as Adam and I said, this this class is not problematic. Can I say something else, too? Yeah. We've had a time jump. Like, we talked about it in the last chapter. Oh, what was we, it? Three weeks? It's like, yeah, it's October now. Yeah. So she should have already visited all these professors at this point. Like, I don't like that she she's now visiting Snape. Yeah, she's yeah. That's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. That's There's like another a thing that gets me mad about by. the the time jump later is like they're reading chapter three in the Defense oh. Against the Dark Arts <gasps> class, and I was like, you were Adam, reading chapter right. two in the second. What have you been doing? Adam, you're right. Wait, that's a huge oversight. It's just like Joe. little details like that where I'm like, but you. They have to be on chapter like seven, at least, at least. Yeah. If you're going to do one chapter a week, then they're on chapter five. Fine. Oh yeah. Okay. Chapter five. But I was like, that's one chapter a week. That seems like way too slow for me. Well, Ari's like, a little speed reader over here. No, I'm not. I'm the opposite. 
<laughs> um, but I'm like one chapter a week. How In a textbook? They... Yeah, but do they have... Textbook chapters aren't long. But do they have the class only once? No, they have to have it like... It has to be like A days and B days, like what we did, right? I think they have to or have it have at least twice that... a week. Unless the they have double... Yeah. But I don't think they have any double classes this year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know. so weird. I don't so, know. <laughs> so um, while they're in History of Magic... Uh, Hedwig appears at the window, like randomly. Hey, Hedwig. <laughs> hey, girly. Um, and everyone is like, once again, everyone's like, oh, that owl, she's so beautiful. Like, Hedwig is a star. Everyone, like, loves her. Yeah, she's a star. She's working it. Um, so also, Harry's like... It, may, it does make it seem like Hedwig is the only snowy owl at this yeah, school. Yeah, Everyone is like... <gasps> apparently. Her? Yeah. Oh, look at her. So, um, had Harry's like, I don't know why she's, she's here. She could have just come to the great hall during breakfast. Like what's going on? Um, so then Hedwig's hurt. Hedwig's injured. Hedwig is he, like, injured. He notices that she's, he put, he walks back to his seat and puts her on his lap. And then he realize he notices that she's like quivering. And then he tries to touch her wing and she like jumps away from him. She's like, don't touch me. So then he's like, um, Professor Binns, I need to go to the hospital wing. I'm not feeling well. And Professor Binns is like, okay, Perkins, you are dismissed. So Harry heads towards the staff room to look for our favorite, Will. Um, and then for some reason, the gargoyles like give him a hard time for not being in class. I know sometimes we like these. I didn't like this one. I was like... Oh. That they were like heckling him. I don't know. I just, I was like, I don't need this. I was trying to remember because the only other time he goes to the staff room is in book two. And I was trying to remember if they talk to him then. No, no, they don't. So I was like, okay. I just didn't need, I was like, I don't, I don't need this right now, girl. I'm worried about Hedwig. Okay. Yeah. Don't try to distract me from Hedwig's injury. She could be dying. Yeah. So the gargoyles give him a hard time um, while Harry knocks on the door. What'd you say? I said, not yet. (laughs) Checking the um, book seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so Minnie answers the door, and then she's like, you did not get another detention. And he's like, no, no, I'm here because Hedwig's hurt. And then Will's there, and she's like, a hurt owl? Will <laughs> comes she was, up like, summoned. smoking a pipe. I mean, literal Honestly, legend. Adam, Adam, that's very UK. People smoke a lot. It's like my least favorite thing. But that, a pipe? a lot of smoking. Not a pipe. Yeah, that's uncommon. But like, that's very like witchy. Wizard but it's witchy. very witchy, but it also is very Will. I'll just say it, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's great. I love um, it. I love it. So thankfully, she's there. Will is there as well. And then she mentioned, she's like, hmm, she's been attacked by something. You know, a Thestral sometimes will go after owls. Yeah. Um, But... Uh, the Hagrid's got these trained pretty well, so that would be very surprising. And Harry's like, I don't give a shit what a Thestral is in his head. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. I don't care, but Harry, you should care because you should care. We'll find out later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All will be revealed. Breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, breadcrumbs. Um, so Minerva's like, How far did this owl uh travel, Harry? And Harry's like, um, from London. And Minerva's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pl- yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Grimald Place, mm-hmm. yes. And then Harry 
uh, leaves ends up leaving Hedwig with Will to be healed, to which Hedwig is very devastated. She's like, you with, with this stranger? With this gave mad me away? woman with a pipe? How yeah. dare you? <laughs> but they're going to be besties. This lesbian um, with a pipe? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> That means Hedwig got to stay with Will and Peps. Ah! Hedwig is living my dream. Yeah, exactly. Hedwig's <laughs> living our dream. Um, so before Hedwig is uh, goes off with Will, Harry grabs the letter, though. Harry goes and hunts down Ron and Hermione, and he's like, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I forgot this. Right before Harry leaves... Uh, Minerva's like, just so you know, the channels of communication going in and out of Hogwarts are probably being watched. Like they, there's like a 99% chance they're being watched. So just like, keep that in mind. So all channels of communication. So Harry's like, tells this to Ron and Hermione to whom both are like, yeah, basically like, they're like, yeah. yeah, we figured we were just talking about that. And so then Hermione's like, yeah. So basically any like owl post and the flu network is probably going to be watched, but there's no way for us to tell Sirius that before he comes tonight. Right. I love when they're like, we were just talking about that, but girl, you know, Hermione brought it up and Ron was like, Oh, do you think so? Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. When definitely we say Hermione. we were talking about it, yeah. Hermione was discussing it and Ron was and like, Ron Oh, agreed. I never considered that. <laughs> And Ron just said, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the letter from Sirius just says, same time, same place, it, you know, via the the Gryffindor common room. Mm -hmm. So then they're off to the dungeons for um, potions. And as they come down to the dungeons, they hear Draco talking very loudly about how Umbridge has already given the Slytherin Quidditch team permission to play. And he's like, mm, she's best friends with my daddy. And so my daddy and her <laughs> agreed Veruca that we could Salt. play. Yeah, for <laughs> real. He kind of is. He's like mm -hmm. the male version of Veruca Salt. Mm -hmm. And so um, he's like, you know, I think that's because my father has a lot of influence at the ministry. Um, and then he's like, I don't think the Gryffindor team will be in much luck for that because they don't really have any influence at the ministry. And then he makes this really terrible joke about Saint people going, I think it's like, it's pointed at Harry because Harry's like losing his marbles, supposedly that's the narrative. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, there's a, spe a special ward at Saint Mungo's for people whose brains have been addled by magic which elicits a very strong reaction from Neville and Harry and Ron managed to like hold Neville back, but he's like beside himself with rage, basically mm -hmm. at Malfoy. And he's just really going for it. And like they, Harry observes that Draco is kind of like shocked that there's that Neville is responding this way. Cause it's just very out of character for him. Um, but they managed to like restrain Neville only for Snape to come out and be like, oh, fighting? I'm going to take 10 points from Gryffindor, as as Snape always does. Always. Um, this is very, um, just this moment and what Draco is, like, making fun of feels very early 2000s coded in the way that, like, people were just would just say the R word. We'd, oh, I mean, my God. It's yeah. so, it's so, 
interesting. I more, maybe it's impressive. I don't know, but like the way that that word specifically is like not like we as a culture have been like yeah, we shouldn't do not. That's say not that. joke. That's not funny. Yeah, and like definitely, I just the fact that the Black Eyed Peas had a song called "Let's Get R Worded." Is crazy because I would never happen today. Wasn't it? Let's get it started. That was the clean oh. version. The original was not. It started. Oh my! Not wild. I mean, genuinely, like it does feel like I'm things shocked. are bad, right? It <laughs> living in the moment. You look around. And you're like, I don't yeah. know what's going on. Everything's bad. But like, there are some things where it's like, I'm glad we as a culture have decided that like probably not best yeah. to make fun of people who are like n- not yeah yeah same thing with like the awareness yeah. around like autism now and stuff like that yeah like, totally yeah um differently abled harry obviously knows why neville is upset at this but ron and hermione don't and harry's not going to tell them because he promised that he would keep this a secret so Surprise, surprise, Umbridge is sitting in on Snape's lesson for today. And Harry's like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) very late. Um, And so Harry's like, ooh, okay, I'm kind of torn because I hate both of them, but like I want to see how this is going to go. So he's very distracted by Umbridge being there, and he wants to hear what questions she's going to ask Snape. Um, So we find out that Snape has been at Hogwarts for 14 years. Two years after mm-hmm. Trelawney started mm-hmm. teaching there. Interesting. Um, and he has applied, he applied first for the defense against the dark arts job, but he was unsuccessful. But apparently he has continued to submit for the defense against the dark arts job every year since. Um, and so Umbridge is like, but you were unsuccessful. And he's like, obviously. And she's like, mm, do you know why? unsuccessful and he's like I think you should ask Dumbledore that and she's like oh I will then Snape questions it's probably the the best scene in the film yeah yeah it's so good yeah (laughs) um obviously yeah Alan Rickman is just so incredible legend truly so uh after Umbridge said she's gonna ask Dumbledore why Snape like has never gotten the defense against the dark arts job or like why he doesn't ever actually hire him. Um, Snape's like, this is all relevant. I'm assuming. And she's like, Oh yeah, we like to know the background of all the teachers here. And he's like, okay. And then after that, Snape and Harry's eyes meet for a moment. And then Harry ends up getting a zero again for the day. (laughs) I was like, Harry, you should have pretended like you were not listening girl. Like, come on you don't need to watch them to hear what they're saying no don't look at him yeah weirdo (laughs) stupid um harry you are not slick you need to like get a little bit better (laughs) um so after after potions harry and ron head to divination even though harry like kind of doesn't want to go to class, but Hermione's like, well, you already left history of magic. I just don't think it would be good for you to not go to another class. And he's like, that's true. Um, I can't believe he agreed so, with her. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is actually kind of funny. Like, I feel bad for Trelawney because I hate Umbridge. But, like, I just feel like Tr- Trelawney's reaction is really funny to me because she's yes. like, I've been insulted, but I won't be. Like, <laughs> she's yes. like, girl, 
<laughs> like so funny. They were they're haters. Like just admit that they're haters and you're upset, girl. So Harry's very angry about everything, and so is Trelawney. They're ang- they can be angry together. Um, mm-hmm. So Harry's like, I think she got the results of her inspection back. And we're like, yeah. Def, that's definitely what happened. So I think Lavender Pravati, right, are the ones that obviously yeah. have a lot of respect for Trelawney. So they're like, what? Are you okay? Like, what's going on? Which I honestly think is very sweet. Like, that's very sweet to show concern for your teacher when they're clearly, like, upset about something. Going through it. <laughs> yeah, going through it. Um, and so she's like, what I just said. She's basically like, I've been insulted, sure. Uh, I'm not offended, though, no. But I am insulted. Like, she just, like, she keeps going back and forth. It's so funny. And they're like, who said these things about you? And she's like, the establishment. And then they're like, oh, was it Professor Umbridge? And to which Trelawney's like, don't speak her name in my classroom. Um... And she's like, basically all of this to say, she's basically on probation. Sybil's on probation. Sybil's on probation. It's not great for Sybil. It's not going to get better this year for Sybil either. Yeah, it isn't. So basically, um, next up is Defense Against the Dark Arts, to which, as Adam said, they're reading chapter three. So huge oversight. They should be at least on chapter five. Um. And they don't even really talk about this class because they just read quietly. The main thing that we need to know is that Harry did not lose it. So after this, Angelina approaches Harry and Ron and she's really upset because Umbridge needs some more time to consider if the Gryffindor team can like continue with their Quidditch. This is where I want to know what she what she said about Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Like yeah, if yeah. it's I'm just sure Gryffindor she, or if it's, you know, what I'm I mean? sure she gave, yeah, I'm sure she showed some favoritism to Slytherin. She is a Slytherin, right? And we never really get that confirmed, but I'm pretty sure she is. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. So, um, Harry's like, well, damn it. We can't have practice. And then Hermione's like, well, you can work on your potions essay. And he's like, oh yeah, great. She is in Slytherin. She's in Slytherin. Yeah. I knew it. Um, so Harry ends up working on his potions essay while they wait for Sirius to appear in the fire. And Fred and George um, have taken to using their using themselves as demonstrators now for their products. And Hermione's like scoffing at them, which Harry says is super annoying that she's like doing this the whole time he's trying to write. Um, and then they're like, just say something like if they're making you mad, just like say something to them. And she's like, I can't really. Because they're testing it on themselves, so they're not really breaking any rules. And then if other people want to buy them, they can really. Right. Like I they can't. perfected it so they like they're not even like harmful now at this point. Yeah. Because they it's it works. Exactly. Somebody I think it's who is it? Somebody says Fred and George know their stuff. And I was like, Yes. So someone's Adam. listening to the pod. The Adam. characters are listening to the pod. <laughs> Listen to this note. I said, Harry says what we've been thinking this whole time, which is actually Fred and George are super intelligent. Like they are brilliant. Yeah. They're like a perfect example of someone who just like didn't do well in school, but that doesn't mean that they're not super intelligent. It's very like, um, Silicon Valley. Like I dropped out of Harvard, but I created Facebook energy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is that it's giving that, um, but not nefarious. <laughs> no, but not nefarious. But not going to lead to the destruction of civilization yeah, as we God. know it. <laughs> Ugh, scary. Um, 
So a while later, it's Ron, right? That sees Sirius is just chilling there. Sirius's head is chilling in the fire. And I thought it was so cute how like Crookshanks desperately wanted to be near Sirius. Like that was so cute. Um, Mundungus overheard them. Correct. But so we know how Sirius knows, but that doesn't explain how Umbridge knows. Yeah, because Mundungus is the, was the veiled witch at the bar. Yeah. Um, so Mundungus was disguised as a witch because he's banned from the Hogshead, but he's still keeping an eye on them, and they don't have an invisibility cloak anymore because Sturgis Podmore had it when he was discovered. Right. Um, so someone's got that invisibility cloak. There is someone something the I also do just want to say. Like, there's something I don't know. Mundungus could have been dressed up as anything, but the idea that she's like, you know, men dressed as women. Oh, sketchy. Something nefarious is going on. Up to no good. Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah, Also, the fact that it's Mundungus, too, is like, you know what I mean? Because Mundungus is the the, one in the order who's like, we don't know about him. He's a little shifty. Yep. He's shifty. Yeah. So... (laughs) Once they start talking to Sirius, he immediately passes on a message from Molly, which I thought was kind of funny that he was like, Molly, I have a message from Molly for you, Ron. And she says, you're not supposed to join this club. You are banned. You're like, you're what it command. What is it? I forbid you. That was what it was. I forbid you from joining any club or society or group. That's a special defense against the dark arts group. Not allowed. And she advises Harry and Hermione to not do it as well, but she knows that she doesn't have any authority over them, but she just wants to remind them that she has their best interest at heart. Yes. And then Sirius is like, and make sure you told her I told you, because I don't think she thinks I will. Yeah. <laughs> I just Can I go back to like, Mundungus real quick? Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, I'm sorry. He's tailing Harry, but he's already in the hog's head when they get in there. Can he? Could he have operated in there? Oh, I guess Maybe. He saw like they were. But yeah, but how would he know? Isn't there a sound? Isn't there a sound when you apparate? Isn't famously yeah. how people apparate? There's like a, it's like a, a yeah. noticeable how thing. How would he know they were going there? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because there's not they're not in touch with the students really. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Because um, I feel like it would have been more. It would have been more obvious if it was like after they sat down, then a heavily veiled witch walked into the bar and sat at the table next to them. Then it's like, oh okay. yeah. So Sirius, they're like, okay, Molly doesn't think we should do it. But they're like, so you don't think we should do this either? And he's like, oh, no, I actually think it's a great idea. And they're like, oh. And Hermione's like, even if we get expelled? And they're like, Ron and Hermione are like, this was your idea. But she just wants to know. She's just curious what Sirius thinks. And he's like, well, I think it would be better to know how to defend yourself, even if you are expelled, than like be in school and not know how to protect yourself, which I I do agree with that. Of course. It's like there's a bigger threat in the world right now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Um, So they're trying to think of like places where the DA could meet. Like at first he suggests the Shrieking Shack, but they're like, no, there's too many people. Then he talks about there's some kind of hidden passageway, but Fred and George have told them that that's caved in, so they can't really do it there. It's so they're your- trying to come up with things like places. They're trying to come up with places to hold the meetings. And then suddenly out of nowhere, Sirius looks and is like startled and then just disappears. And then there's a small grubby hand. Ooh grabbing where Sirius was and like Hermione like gasps in horror 
And that's the end of the chapter. It's the best chapter ending of this it's book It's such series. a good ending. It's scary. It's so scary. It reminds yeah. me of, uh, of Multipurpose of Madness when like um, Elizabeth Olsen is like coming through the portal yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's so scary. It's yeah. so horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. That was wonderful, Ari. That was one wonderfully done. I mean, truly incredible. It may be your fastest so far. Um, that wraps up this chapter. Next week, we are reading chapter 18 called Dumbledore's Army. And so we're officially, I mean, chapter 18, we're in it. Dumbledore's Army, it's here. So I can't wait. Um, we have a review. So we have a review from Jedi, oh my gosh. Jedi Drea. So shout out to Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, they say five stars for a perfect newt score. I discovered this podcast a few weeks ago and have been binging nonstop. It's hilarious, and I find myself giggling or shaking Aww. with silent laughter every episode. I'm sad I've caught up because now I have to wait each week for new episodes. Loving the podcast. Thanks for the laughs. And as always, Knox. <gasps> thank you so much. Oh, oh my gosh, she you. knows the lingo. Or they yeah. know the lingo. Yeah. We love. Thank you so much. That's so nice. We love the kind words. Thank you. We love hearing what you guys think. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcast, as well as video versions on the Ampleverse YouTube channel and on Spotify. As always, just like Jedi Drea, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so we can get perfect newt score. Five stars only, or else grubby little hands will collide you in the middle of the night. Forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HP Anxious or YouTube and TikTok at The Ampliverse. We are hosted on Spotify for podcasters, so thank you to them. And we are a proud member of The Ampliverse. Please check them out at TheAmpliverse.com. Ari, thank you so much. Thank you, Adam. And as always, Knox. <laughs> <laughs>